Hello, everybody. It's Sean A. Boxdale of the 10 Minutes of Truth podcast. We have an exciting show for you guys today. We are here to talk about what it takes to be an entrepreneur. A lot of times a, a person may think that, you know, uh, as me and this esteemed guest that I have, we were kind of uh, jesting and jousting a little bit about um, <laughs> a person, you know, especially during the pandemic that you can uh, get a cricket and, uh, you know, make a shirt or two. And, you know, now you're 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 an entrepreneur, you know, and, you know, technically, yes, but, you know, not at all. <laughs> so before we start, let me introduce to you guys Noe Gabriel uh, Juarez. How you doing, Gabe? Pretty That's good. How about you guys? Man, I'm great. Everybody knows him as Gabe. That's um that's how we know him. And we are going to dive into an exciting episode this morning uh, with Gabe, who is the all-around and very well-rounded entrepreneur. Uh, briefly, tell people about you, sir. About me? Well, pretty much my first business was about 12 years old. Okay. Uh, I decided to ask my dad for some money, and uh, he said, well, here's a lawnmower. Go <laughs> next door and ask the neighbor to cut the yard. Right. <laughs> Right. So that turned into me, okay, I made some money. Okay. My dad made me fill up the you know, the gas tank. So I made a little bit of profit. I was like, Well, if I cut ten, I can make this much money. Mm. Problem is getting people to know who I was. Okay. So my dad said, Okay, let's go sit down. You're gonna draw yourself some flyers and mm. we're gonna hand them out. <laughs> Twelve years old. Twelve years old. <laughs> what did your father do for a living? Uh he was in construction. He actually helped build okay. uh the Astrodome, um, Astro World, uh, oh, down wow. in Houston, Texas. Wow. Yep. So it's in your blood, in your bones. Pretty much. Okay. Okay. So from there, you learn, you know, principles. The principle of hard work, principle mm. of basically, if you wanted to get it done, you got to do it yourself. And that's what we are saying entrepreneurship is all about, is the work. Yes, it is. It's the work of building um Okay, let's fast forward and then we'll reverse engineer because we wanted people to understand uh, a little bit about the beginning for you, right? Uh, let's jump into today. Uh, let let okay. us know, uh, you know, some of your primary investments because we're going to talk about investments. All right, investments in general, I'm uh, invested into several companies. Okay. Um, some of it is uh, dealing with cryptocurrency exchange. Some of it is, uh, you know, real estate. Okay. Um, some of the companies is media. Okay. In advertising, obviously. All right. <laughs> so, right. Uh, you have to diversify your your portfolio. Correct. Okay. Especially if you're going to be a real entrepreneur, you're more than an entrepreneur. You're an investor. Right. You have to look at what you're going to gain. Okay. Okay. So, if you're going to invest, let's say, an hour on this thing a day, well, how much money is it going to make you to make $1,000 an hour? Hmm. See what I'm saying? Okay. If you can make $1,000 an hour on this by yourself... Or you can pay someone, uh, maybe a group of people, and it's costing you less than a thousand, but in turn make ten thousand. What would you rather do? Mm, right. See what I'm saying? It's all about time management. Not only that, return on investment. Okay. Those are the two key factors in ma maintaining a stable portfolio and becoming the difference between someone who's making ten figures, six figures, or seven figures a year. Correct. And it's all about diversifying. Repeating, not only that, keep going. Okay. 
you don't stop at one investment. Okay. You don't stop at two. Right. You got to keep finding the next thing. Right. Okay. And you don't, even though it's still making you money, don't let them, them don't let them slide. Okay. You still maintain them, but you always, like I said, have to look out for the next big thing. Correct. Um, the biggest trend right now is like I was telling you about the whole loop TV thing. Right. Um, how there's a trend in the cable market industry. Right. Where cable TV is going. Absolutely. I mean, I Absolutely. have a friend who just hit me up asking me for a job because his business is literally going under. Mm. And he is in cable and in right. dish installing. Right. right. That's what he's done for the past 20 years. And right. guess what's now? It's That's right. Because he literally told me he made 200 bucks in the last two weeks. Wow. You can't live off of that. You cannot. You cannot. <laughs> and it's something very important that you said, Gabe, is that you have to understand the times mm -hmm. that you're living in. That's why... I looked at, uh, you know, digital TV, uh, you know, radio, really, versus podcasting. I said podcasting is the future. It's oh, yeah. now, and oh, it's yeah, the future, definitely. right? Because we know that, of course, uh, radio is phasing out. It is. You know, exactly. from the way it was. So it's very smart to, that you said being able to look at what's going on and having vision enough to see where it's going. Mm -hmm. That's very important. The, you do have to have that vision, and you have to get above that wave and yes. ride it. Yes. Um, like I said, that whole transition with the cable industry right now is that shift. They're gone. Mm -hmm. So all that money mm -hmm. that was spent on advertising has got to go somewhere. That's right. And where is it going? That's right. Streaming. Streaming. Digital. Yep. The metaverse. You know, all that advertising is being shifted. And we're not talking about a few hundred dollars. We're talking about billions and billions. Actually, it's more like zillions of dollars wow that's wow. being shifted that's right to this trend and a lot of people don't realize that's where it's headed mm. so you either get aboard or you don't get aboard that's right that's that that is correct and that is being uh a part of being a great entrepreneur uh which we're going to dive more into so let me ask now we went forward let's come back again when did you know that this was something that you were pretty good at being an entrepreneur? Uh, when I was going through college, actually. Okay. Um, you know, I had a few jobs here and there, worked for a few people. Where did you go to college at? Um, actually, Temple University. Okay. In uh, Philadelphia. For? Uh, business. <laughs> okay. 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 Figure, right? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 absolutely. So, okay. Um, I won't, let, Let's reverse to right there and then go into when you knew. Okay. So, you're in college. Um. How did the how did those principles? Because you know, of course, college taught you principles. Oh yeah, it teaches you principles, teaches you the ins and out, especially if you're majoring in business. It teaches you everything about business. Okay. What it doesn't teach you is hey, how to run a business. Mm. So the ARC basically what it is is an employee retention credit uh, under the CARES Act under Biden. Uh, basically, you know, Trump did the PPE loans for small businesses so they can. You know, get some money back, but it was a loan, so they had to pay it back. Well, Biden did something better. Uh, he made it a grant, free. So it's called the CARES Act. It's a ERC or Employee Retention Credit. What does that mean? Well, it means businesses that were affected by COVID during the years of 2020, 2021, if you had a business and had W-2 employees, whether it's two or a thousand, doesn't matter, you are entitled from anywhere between 10 to $26,000 per W-2 employee. And hmm. this is actually free government money. Hmm. No cost, no obligation. How do you get this money? A 
simple little call to see if you qualify. A 10, 15, 10 to 15 minute call. And you know the process to this. Correct. So this is something that you want to offer small business owners. Correct. In the, in the local area. Okay. That's, that's great information. This is something that you guys definitely chime in with us. Uh, Gabe has, um, you know, his information. But this is that's phenomenal. That's and phenomenal. I guarantee you, as long as you are open during COVID and have W-2 employees and you are affected in some way, it doesn't matter whether you had to shut your doors or you had delivery issues or you had to raise your prices or whatever the case be. There's uh, In this act, there's over a thousand different things to say you qualify. Okay. And they keep changing it. So it keeps being added to. Okay. So if you got an accountant, yeah, you can get with your accountant and try to get them to do it. They're not going to do it. Okay. They're going to say you don't qualify. Chances are you do qualify. Get with the experts that are specialized in this. I work with a company called, and I'm going to say it right here, Bottom Line Concepts. They're the number one in America. Okay. Trusted by Rolex, Gucci. Hmm. Uh, you got um, the uh, New York Mets. Okay. You have Burger King, McDonald's. All these companies use them. Oh, wow. So okay. it's, a, it's not a no-name company that's okay. doing this grant proposal for you. Okay. It's a trusted company that the big-time guys are using, and now you have access to wow. for free. And it is completely free. 10-15 minute call, see if you qualify. If you do, they can get you back this grant money. Wow. That's, that's a different concept. Okay. So what's the, what, like real hands-on, uh, uh, everyday, day-to-day grind mm-hmm. with that, that you say it doesn't teach how did you use the principles that you learned to apply to the real life situations? Uh, lucky enough, I was actually with a public storage. You ever heard of them? Public storage? Yeah, it's a storage facility company. Oh, not no, no. Okay, I, I'm not sure if they're still around, but they okay. were back then. Okay. Um, basically, it's, you know, they rented space storage oh, units. Right, right, right. And uh, I was going to college and I was running a facility and I saw how much money it takes to run this place, which is nothing. Hmm. And how much money they're charging. Okay. And I was like, wow, look at the income that these people are pulling in hmm. just for renting a space. Hmm. And people are going crazy to rent these things. Okay. Why? People need storage. You know, maybe they don't have a garage. Supply maybe, and demand. Yep, supply and demand. So it, to me, that pretty much set the pace of, okay, I got these principles. I know what I need to do from school. But I'm working here and I'm seeing how the business is ran. Mm. And that's what got me. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm learning marketing. I'm learning, you know, what it takes to do the paperwork of a business at school. Right. I'm not learning what it really takes, but I'm learning that here. Okay. You know, from A, B, C, from what you got to do early in the morning, you know, who you got to call, all the people you got to pay out. You know, they don't teach you that. That's right. That's right. So all this is... Uh, what it comes down to is profit and loss. Okay. P&L reports. They, they teach you that in school, but they don't teach you it fully. Right. They don't teach you, hey, this, this is what guy, it looks yeah, like. This is what it looks like. And this is, this one right. guy could cost you thousands of dollars for doing something stupid. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you got a landscaper okay. and you're paying him. And if he's doing something, okay, maybe his equipment malfunction and he hits a customer or a client. Well, guess who's responsible? Right. You, you. are. That's right. They don't teach you that. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so you got to, you know, be prepared for unforeseen circumstances in your business. Okay. That's why they got insurance, right? <laughs> exactly. So you do got to get that. <laughs> exactly. But exactly. Uh, there's so many things out there that 
add to the aspect of becoming the where I am today. Uh, the the main thing was, you know, the public storage. Okay. Seeing how a business that pretty much doesn't take too much to run can generate so much money. Okay. And that that was a shocker for me. Because really, what are you doing? You're sitting in an office renting storage space. Okay. And okay. you might go down there and clean the units once in a while. Okay. That's it. Right. Literally. Right. And they paid the, at that time, which was, oh God, uh, 20 years ago. Right. Okay. So that was, uh, at that time, I was making about $12 an hour. Which okay. is not bad 20 years ago. Right, right, absolutely. This day and age, it sucks. But yeah, right, 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 absolutely. I think that's minimum wage now, right? Right, right. correct, correct. It so. is, it is. Absolutely. Um, So, with that being said, we were talking about something a little earlier about a business. What a business really is and what it looks like is that gotcha. you're... It, a business is when you, you're not there and it runs itself, runs right? Runs itself, correct. So... When you know, because I wanted to you to finish that that statement about when you knew you had it right, and you and you saw that. So when what what was the business that that you you knew that this is a business and not just you know sole proprietorship and you know just you know sole That's, ownership. Basically, I knew finally when I got out out of college and I came down south here okay. to Virginia, basically Virginia Beach. Okay, um, I was looking at you know what I can do in my life. I was like, I don't want to go work for someone else. Okay. I was like, because I'm going to make them thousands of dollars and they're going to pay me nothing. Right, right. Basically, that's gotcha. what it comes out to. Employees, I'm sorry, guys, you don't want to hear this. Right. You're not going to make no money as an employee. Right. Sorry. You want to be an entrepreneur, you got to start your own business. Right. But you got to see what's going to be viable and what can grow. Mm. So at the time, um, there was a company called Kirby. Okay. You ever heard of Kirby vacuums? I, I, okay. I, I was I, I used to actually uh, sell uh, TriStar. They're their rival. Yep. They're right. <laughs> <laughs> so did, yeah. you know, I started with the Kirby thing. You know, doing that. You That's know, right. a little bit door to door. That's right. Did that for about six months. Hooked yep. up with another guy who's yep. doing the same thing. Okay. And we decided, you know what, this door to door stuff is okay. Yeah, we're making some money, but there's got to be a better way of doing this. Correct. So we opened up a store together. Okay. Okay, just me and him. Okay, that store led to two. That mm. that led finally within about three years, thirteen stores. Wow! But we diversified, not just Kirby. How many we workers? Had, How many workers? Uh, each store had a roughly between two to four employees. Okay. 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 Depending on oh, in the warehouse too. Right. Because we got to have you know inventory. Right? You got to have inventory. inventory. You got to have something in order to sell the customers. That's right. So we ended up becoming a sewing vacuum business. So machines and vacuums. Oh, okay. Tidewater sold back. Okay. Okay. It's still in existence. My partner still runs it. So <laughs> Really? Yep. Do you still have ownership? Nope. You sold <laughs> a, you sold out. That's a long story short. Yeah, that's a bad story. Okay. 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 <laughs> but, okay. Okay. I think we talked a yeah, little bit about that, was, uh, that story, right? Yeah. That's a that's a whole nother story. That's a whole nother podcast episode, trust me. Oh, uh, that's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, a, a, absolutely. Um, so with that that particular particular lesson that you learn from that um because there are people do not know the ups and downs it's the work that's it's what work. we started talking it's about it's the work and it's a lot of work because let's talk a little bit about the nine to five worker mentality versus the entrepreneurial mentality gotcha. your nine to five person gets up they know they got to go to a job they get ready in the morning yep they get halfway through the day and it's like is my day over with yep 
sadly, that's the truth. Yep. They're, they're, they're looking at the clock. Yep. Is it five o'clock? Is it five o'clock? Yep. And they're ready to go home. Now, entrepreneur gets up and says, okay, it's a new day. All right, I'm going to drink my coffee. I'm going to do my exercises. And during this two hours, I'm going to get on this such and such business and make this much money. Mm. Then I'm going to take a break mm. for the next 15 minutes. Then I'm going to go call this person who I know is a potential client and can make me another $10,000. Correct. You know? Correct. You got to, the, the average nine to five, they don't pace themselves. Right. They go to a job. Right. They clock in, they clock out. And that's all they're worried about. Right. The entrepreneur sets a schedule. Right. You have to have a schedule. Correct. You have to have all your ducks in place. Right. You can't just wing it. That's right. You have to, like I said, you do have to have a guideline. Absolutely. You have to manage your time. And Absolutely. that's what it comes down to. Time management versus your normal nine to five person. Right. They already know what their time is. Right. I'm going to clock in nine. I'm going to leave at five. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's all they're worried about. Right. And it's a, and also for myself, I understand because I've been on both sides of the tracks, such as yourself, of, mm -hmm. uh, you know, had employers and, you know, have been an employee and, you know, and being in business, it's a mindset because the thing that, that Gabe was talking about, uh, everyone, is that it's a mindset that he was talking about because what did he say? He said the time. You, we look at time differently. The worker looks at is my day almost over? The entrepreneur is always an opportunity. Always an opportunity. It's always an opportunity that yeah. we see and that we view. Let me give you a point. Uh, everybody know who Donald Trump is. Some of you hate him. Some right. of you like him. Point is, the guy won't even stop and pick up a $100 bill. Why? Because the amount of time it takes him to bend over and pick up that $100 bill is a waste of money. Hmm. Because he makes so much money. Wow. Wow. You would have to pay him at least $100,000 to bend over to pick up that. Wow. Because time, money. I mean, time management. Your right. time management, your your value gets increased over time. Okay. Uh, like me, me personally, if you were to sit down with me one on one and for me to mentor you, right. I'm going to charge you at least $1,000 an hour. At least. At least. At least. I mean, and I have mentors. I paid $10,000. That's what we're about to get home. So, that's what we're about <laughs> yeah. to get into. We're, we're definitely about yeah. to get into that because um, everybody knows uh, because we're talking about time management. And to segue into this, everyone knows, of course, Robert Kiyosaki. Yep. Right. Rich dad, poor dad. I read the oh, yeah. books. Love it. Um, Listen to his podcast as well. One of the things that made so much sense. And uh, one of his uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad books was he said about time. Oh, yeah. He said people pay for time, right? Exactly. And the thing And the thing is this. He said, why is a bus ticket cheaper than a plane flight? Only because of time. The time that you save on a plane flight versus on a bus. And the exactly. quality of. You understand what I'm saying? So that is, that's a, that is a major thing with entrepreneurship you know, versus that mentality, that nine to five worker mentality is how we view time, what it is to us and the quality of. Right. Which I say segues us into uh, mentorship. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, one of the best things because and, and Gabe is is very staunch on investing. Right. And investing in yourself. And I you want to. you to start yes. telling people just some of the investing into yourself as far as mentorship okay. that you've had. Well, the first thing I had to do was first off, learn the difference between good and bad. Mm. Okay. When I say that is anything, when you become a true entrepreneur, okay. anything that's negative in your life, you have to get rid of. 
mm, such as give some examples uh mindsets okay, okay. i can't do this i don't want to do this mm. it takes too much time mm. when am i going to see the investment return you don't think of things like that you just know hey i know i'm going to do this and i know it's going to come out in the end you know better for me so it's all about that mindset initially you know where are you going to do with yourself as far as okay Positive versus negative. Okay, you got to have that positive mindset. Anything that's detrimental, negative, whether it's people in your life, I hate to say this, people, things, uh, some people, you know, drugs is a thing. So, Correct. you know, anything negative, you have to get rid of. You have to. Because you have to invest in yourself. And when you're doing that, it has to be all positive. Hmm. Because that's what you're going to get. Positive reaps positive. So what do you replace? Because uh, for up-and-coming entrepreneurs, uh, entrepreneurs um, getting rid of something we have to give them give, something yes. else so when we when they start to get rid of when we start to get rid of those negative things what do we replace it with positive uh, influences okay. people okay first off if you're getting rid of the old friends that are always negative you replace them with new friends mentors okay okay that's what we're coming to mentors and that's what Absolutely. I started doing okay you so know, keep, continue about the mentors um, Basically, I looked out there. I tried to find, you know, other people that were doing the same thing I was doing, uh, which led to one thing to another. And basically, I met a guy named Phil Smith, okay. who introduced me to a big hitter known as Kevin Herrington, mm. who, if y'all don't know who Kevin Herrington is, yes, we he's do. the original shark from Shark Tank. Absolutely. So I met up with this guy, and uh, he's becoming a great mentor to me. I've also mentored with uh, Omar Peru which is wow. uh, the founder of LA Fitness, which is no longer LA Fitness, obviously. Right. You know, he sold that, but he's a big time investor in real estate. Right. And uh, in, in businesses. I mean, that's all he owns is businesses and real estate. Okay. So that's where he makes his money. And he, I right. mean, the guy's a multi-billionaire. He makes up and he's got billions of dollars in his account and knows, hey, today I'm going to make $20 million. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> so, and um, just just as a sidebar, real quick to, to that gentleman, uh, and that multi-billionaire mm -hmm. that we're speaking about, a lot of people don't know that name, no, right? No. And a lot of times our youth, and this is something for the youth as well as people my age, you don't have to be an influencer or have to be on, you know, TikTok to be a millionaire or no, a billionaire. No. There are so many million and billionaires that, that you don't never heard of. Never heard of. Like today, have you ever heard of me? <laughs> Correct. Correct. You've never heard of Gabe, right? <laughs> but trust me, Gabe is, is is right in line with these heavy hitters because going back to that mentorship is so important. So talk a little bit about the power of networking. That is probably your greatest asset. Okay. Honestly, besides times man management, okay. networking is what's going to make you or break you. If you're not getting out there, not getting um, the connections, mm. you're not going to grow. Wow. Bottom line. Um, it's all about networking and the relationships you build. Mm. Um, that's why they always, if you go online, Google networking events, there's thousands of them. Okay. Take the time, invest your money, go to them. Wow. Because you're going to meet people that are like-minded, right. first off. Second, they know information that you don't. So it's always a learning experience. There's always something new you're going to learn. You know, you don't know it all. That's right. No one does. That's right. So even me, I can teach Kevin something. 
That's I right. can teach Omar something. They that's don't right. know everything. Exactly. And that's why they go do these events. They A- learn exactly. from other people. Exactly. Other millionaires, billionaires. Exactly. Because, hey, you might come across something that's new and I haven't heard about, but it's making you millions of dollars. Wow. Well, why wouldn't I want to get involved? See what I'm saying? That's right. So that's why you stay in contact. That's why you network and build your base of individuals because you never know who the next person is going to bring to your table. Wow. You might know this guy, but, hey, he knows such and such. That's right. So that's guess right. what? And at the next time you get together, he might mention your name to this guy and say, hey, I know such and such. He does, uh, you know, lead generation. He knows he right. can get you the clients you need. Right. Guess what? Now you have a new contract. Exactly. That's exactly. more income. That's networking. And that's all about networking. That's yep. all about networking. We're going to drop some heavy names in just a second. Uh, you have an event because we're talking about investing in oneself. And I want to stay online with that because a lot of people are not willing to really invest in themselves, right? Um, if you don't mind, uh, and if you if if you know if you're not comfortable saying it, uh, what is one of some of the biggest investments dollar-wise you have invested in your self-awareness and growth and knowledge and business and entrepreneurship? Um Basically, ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars for one hours. Do do not glaze over that, people. This man just said how much? Ten thousand dollars for one hour. For one hour, for one hour. Now you spoke about some uh, ROI, return on investment, mm-hmm. because this is not to to do that. First, you got to have the money to do it. So, in your your calculations, guy, I can already tell. Mm-hmm. So you already calculated. Why should I pay this $10,000 and what will it look like, that investment, the return on it? What did it look like for you? Well, that actually led to a contract which led to about $2 million a month. Wow. Wow. This is, this is the picture that we're trying to paint people about entrepreneurship, true entrepreneurship. Um, you have an event that you're about mm-hmm. to, uh, the 24th, I think, of this month. Yes, it is. Uh, let's let, let's let's speak about some of the names that will be at this event. That's why I had to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, well, Grant Grant Cardone, Grant Cardone, Elena Cardone, obviously. Wow. Brandon Dawson, oh, Pete man. Vargas, Russell Brunson. Wow. So another shark there. Stormy Wellington, Eric War, TD Jakes. Wow. And of course, Robert. Uh, I'm gonna butcher your last name. Sorry. This <laughs> Vervakes. <laughs> right. I can't say his last name. That's fine. I mean, these are just some of the individuals there. Obviously, there's going to be more. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if another shark or two doesn't pop up. Exactly. You know. Exactly. But uh, it is definitely a uh, online, you know, meeting for five days straight, and it's, you know, most people don't even know about it. It's called the Unbreakable Challenge. Wow, the so. Unbreakable Challenge. And this is for, those are some heavy hitter names. Oh yeah, Grant Cardone on his own. I mean, all of these guys are seven figure hitters. All, all of them. them. All, all of them. them. And that type of investment in oneself to get to that level it's about a work ethic Mm -hmm. it's about principles you got to have principles with yourself you have to have because one of the things that gabe talked about was you have to have self-control oh yeah in business you have to have self-control to say i'm not going to go out this weekend i'm not going to go to happy hour this time i need to study I need to take these notes. I need to do X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z for this. Um, bringing this thing home. Uh, there's a 16-year-old um, 
There's a 16-year-old young lady or young man right now that they have that drive in them. They, they know, you know, they, they, uh, she's uh, sewn, you know, some masks and, you know, made a profit off of it. Uh, he has. So she's got the fire now. Yeah, you got the fire, right? He, she has the fire. He has, you know, he loves sneakers. So, you know, he, he knows how to, you know, he's got a couple of connections where he can get sneakers and resell them. So he has the fire. What do you tell that youth right now that may be listening to our podcast about the journey first off don't give up Mm. that is key don't give up don't listen to what the next person has to say that you're not going to make it stay positive believe in yourself that's key factor you got to believe in yourself right and uh that's the first killer right there if you don't you're not going to make it just do yourself listen to yourself listen to your gut Mm. you know you got the fire it's there for a reason so all you got to do is stoke it. Mm. You know, a, a a fire needs several things to burn. Well, you have the main thing. You have the fuel there. You just need a little bit of air to help fan those flames. So what you need to do is find you someone that has the experience to help you along the way. Mm. And that's why mentorship is so important. It is. It is. Um, I, I appreciate this for, for my own knowledge because... I'm a ferret for uh, business. I love business. I mm-hmm. love connections. Um, we always hear that your network is your net, net worth. worth. Yes. Right. Uh, we came together uh, because of a mutual uh, client, a, a mutual friend uh, that we have, and 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 Gabe is actually helping uh, the boots on the ground initiative with one of our programs and whatnot for the youth. So it's important because they say a closed mouth does not get fed. Oh, yeah, you got to open that mouth. (laughs) You have to because you don't know who you may be talking to. Exactly. You know, I always try to engage in conversation. Doesn't matter what a person looks like. Doesn't matter what they're dressed like. Doesn't, you know, because you just don't know. Take me. Right. I mean, you wouldn't even, if you looked at me, you'd be like, oh, here's some nerd on the street. Right, right. You know what I mean? I walk around in jeans and freaking, you know, anime or Marvel right, shirts right, and right. a Deadpool hat. I mean, right, come on. Right. That's me. Right. I'm not going to change. That's right. Now, when I go to my events and stuff, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna play the part. Exactly. You, you can't go. Exactly, like exactly, exactly. <laughs> right. And and it's important. It's important. So, um, in closing, I just want everybody to know that if you have a dream, if you have that, like like Gabe was saying, if you have that fire inside of you and you know, you know, moms may be saying uh, you can't do that. Right. You know, don't don't you know, don't talk back to your parents. But if you know inside, keep going, keep going, keep doing what you have to do and be purposeful when you make these moves. And when you when you're on this journey, because it's a it's a brilliant journey. Yeah, it is. It's a wonderful journey. It's a hard journey. Oh yeah, it's it's, it's not cupcakes and uh, no rainbows like <laughs> yeah. they say. And, and, and you know, yeah, I mean, it gets greater later. It does. It it gets greater later, which is going to lead us. We want you guys to come back uh, for another exciting episode with Gabe when he talks about his latest venture, which is Loop TV, and we're going to do a deep dive on cryptocurrency and what this looks like for this uh, new venture and this new wave of how we will look at TV. Exactly. Um, 
Gabe, thank you once again, man, for, for it, stopping man. in. This is just the tip of the iceberg. Uh, we have some important things coming down the pipe, uh, hopefully for, uh, you know, the middle part of this year that I think that you guys will really be excited about. Thanks, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. This is Sean A. Boxdale, 10 Minutes of Truth. See you later. <laughs>